welcome to episode two of season two for Life in the Clouds with your hosts, Carlton and Adrian. And we're excited to be back for another week of fun podcasting. Yeah, I thought we were on episode 30. Well, yes, the episode is 30. Oh, if you look at the cumulative number of episodes, it's 30. But we are actually in our second season because we took that long break for the summer. I know. In the document, it says episode 30. You're absolutely right. But I did say season two, episode two. I know, that's but where we are now. But we're at episode 30. And you're absolutely right. When this goes up live for the people, it'll say episode 30. It won't say. throw me off and say season two, episode But I didn't think that it would really throw you off because you are a professional podcaster. No, remember, remember, this podcast. is a professional podcasting organization. We, Which is why I never wanted to count the number of episodes for the precise reason. <laughs> because numbers are hard? Numbers I don't understand. Are I'm I, not I sure I understand why numbers are like hard. Math. You don't like math. Got it. Anyway, welcome back, guys. Uh, hopefully, you had a good week and we are pointing at things in the room while we're talking as we are no, wanting to confuse. The husband while he is trying to get this thing kicked off. So here we are, ready to discuss our wins for the week. I'm going to start by saying that I shaved. So that is a huge yes. win. Uh, I was very much trolling Deidre by letting my hair grow and my beard grow. Uh, and unlike some of my other family members who have epic beards, uh, I am not allowed to grow no. out my beard. No, uh, because, we don't like that. Because not only... We. Uh, does my wife not approve of the long beard? But none of my children <laughs> approve of the long beard either, uh, which is pretty funny to me. So, uh, so that it's a lot going on. It is. It, it takes is a, away your handsomeness. Yeah, okay, if you say You're so. Distinguished. So the problem. Line. So the problem with not having the hair <laughs> is that I lose about ten years off of my age, and what people. No, no, I need people to remember that I'm uh, in my 40s and that they need to not treat me like I'm one of their kids. Because I still have folks at work that when I have the long hair, they give me uh, some level of gravitas. But then all I had to do is cut all my hair off and it's like they just forget. And they're like, oh, you know, my son. But you still have a mm-hmm. small I'm, amount there. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. all that extra stuff. I hear you, but I'm telling you, there is a pointed difference in the way I am treated (laughs) at work and out in public when my beard is not long, and it is pretty funny to me. So anyway, but I shave, and it does feel nicer to be clean shaven. Um, The Old Spice, however, does burn more now than it did when I had the beard, but you know, thank you for that. Uh, I also have been, uh, well, had been pretty consistent with my workout. Um, I had been doing my workouts, doing my workouts, doing my workouts. However, I am now laid up in the bed with a sore foot, hopefully not from uh, falling off of the leg raise machine at the gym in the middle of the night. Uh, But that is neither here nor there. So, yeah, I think in our last attempt at recording this episode, uh, you were making fun of me because I fell off the leg raising machine. 
Yes, uh, I was. But now you're injured, and that just that would yeah. be wrong. Before everybody else, we right. tried to record this episode uh, like a few days ago, mm-hmm. and our recording machine uh, just died yeah, at the end. Like we had just at finished, and all of a sudden, I look at the machine, and it says uh, SD card is missing. And I'm like, but the SD card is in here. And it was like, no. And sorry, you don't have anything. So try again. At the end. It was a very sad day. That was definitely not a win. That would be an area of improvement. Yeah, but I haven't gotten there yet. So how about you? Wins for the week. Oh, it's real easy. I'll I'll get there when we get to areas of improvement. I don't want you to. But we're not there. Okay. What's your win for the week? I've been getting up and going to work super early like you. You and consider that a good thing? I've I've done it. I've been successful to do it. Ah, I'm not <laughs> okay. If it's good or not, <laughs> I've successfully done it. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. So I had another win. Uh oh. Other win. Let's do it. We weren't agreeing with my other win this week. I was just kind of. Chatting about a few things. I just think that started. this particular win requires some conversation. That's all. Well, I just said that you weren't feeling well last week. You were a little mad at the world. And so I just kind of let you do that. I don't think I was mad at the world. Okay. I don't think you would call it you mad at the world. You were mad at me, and I just thought you'd be mad at me. Oh, okay. That's very kind of you. You're welcome. I have a, a question, though. What's your question? Um, was it valid? Was what valid? The when I when you say I was mad at you, was it the valid mad or was it? Like, I don't remember. I mean, I you know I don't remember. I couldn't tell. I was sick. I was on that, right? Because then I was going to get mad. Oh, okay. Back at your mad, so right. I didn't want to get mad back at your mad. I just going to let you be mad. So here's a question for the audience: uh, As you're listening to this, do you ever have moments where you're like mad at each other? But then you can't remember why you were mad at each other. (laughs) And so then you're wondering if it's even worth it trying to explore what might have happened. Or do you just go, well, you know, it's over now and we're just going to move on. Because I think that's really uh, what we should do in this case. Okay, just move on. Yeah, just move but on. But you said it was a point to discuss. I know, but I, again, no. I'm, so I'm thinking as we're recording, and I'm going, you know, this probably is best to just be left alone. Okay, fine. Let's just not even dive into it. I don't need to dive into Dive into what? You said you don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know no. what's going on. All right, next section, ma'am, areas of yeah. improvement. So what could be going well or could be going better? I need to get to the gym. I I don't know. I need to go back. Madam CrossFit? I know. So I paused on the CrossFit thing because it was so hot. And I just could not, like, get through the workout. It was just too hot. I couldn't do it. And then I said, okay, let me just join another facility. I'm not going to name any names. But, like, you know, the discount dollar store gym. <laughs> really? Oh. Are, you, are you really slandering my gym right now? I'm not slandering it. I'm just saying that. I mean, my just because I fell off the leg raise machine does not mean that it's a discount yeah. and dollar store. Okay. I go to the dollar store for all kinds of stuff. So I'm not disparaging the dollar store at all. So that's where I went. But then I just, I went and I just didn't like it. I couldn't 
Facebook. I just, it was disorienting. It was so many people. It's so many TV screens in there. It was loud. I just, why so many TVs in the game? Why do you, and then there's rows and rows of treadmills. I'm like, I'm not a rat or a, a hamster on a wheel. I just don't, I don't like it. Listen, just because like, we don't have to move our exercise bikes out <laughs> and, like, roll them out so we can ride them, and then we have to roll them back out of the way because there's no space. I like the environment. And so I was like, oh, I don't like it. I'm not coming back. Because I did a workout at home. A week ago, I think. I don't know. Maybe. But it's been few and far between, which is not good. So I had a win for me was keeping up with my mobility work. I've been doing that. But we're not in the winds anymore. I know, but I've just been reflecting back to say, but in areas of improvement, I'm looking like that. I can flip back and forth if I want. I believe you. I believe in you. It's to like actually physically exercise because I feel better when I do. And not to say that I don't feel good right now, but I think I can feel much better if I was doing this body, emotion, and experience. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, I hope that you can. Uh, oh, and then. I was told an area of improvement because I need to work on my sarcasm, which really means that I need to work on being, I'm not funny, which is what my family tells it's me. It's not, it's and not. So that's that an area of improvement. It's not I have that to you're work not funny. On, I have just, to work on being funny. It's just like not funny. your timing, it's like your comedic timing needs a little bit of work. Yes, because it's off and I'm not funny. I. That sounds like you're carrying some baggage <laughs> that... Is a little bit more I'm than just this funny. one comment. I didn't say you People were not funny. laugh all the time when I tell them stories. So That's because you know, you're telling them stories about us. And and we're funny. Like, in, oh. like I'm, I mean, I mean, if you're wanting to be honest, like, I'm hilarious. So, and people find me. Again. I'm not funny. <laughs> Understood. That's Listen, my, one of my areas of improvement. We give you I need lots work of material for your conversations at work. timing. I need to work on my content. I need to work on such and such, so and so, because I'm not funny. I got it. I'm, Thank I'm, you. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry that you're not funny. So for me, my um, area you're of not improvement funny. is the same as it was last week. So while I did That's really funny. well. It is funny. So I did really well on my meal prep this week in that I made all of my breakfast. Well, that's not true. The breakfast was a shared breakfast uh, because, oh, yeah, I'm, because I'm now out of them and it's only, uh, what's today? Today's Tuesday. Yeah. So uh, my whole crew just decided to smash all my breakfasts. But that is neither here nor there. So, um, so, But I did make all of my dinners and I made all of my lunches. Uh, but the baby wants to eat my meatballs, and um, I'm very sad about that because I'm almost out of meatballs. Um, yeah, I'm almost out of meatballs. How many is he eating? I, I, he eats two. How can he eat two? Because last name, because of his genetic heritage, says that if he oh wants to eat two meatballs, he can eat two meatballs. They're not the big giant. I know they're not. They're, they're made meatballs. out of the ice cream scoop. They're not like huge meatballs. They should be eating one meatball. Well, you're, you're the one that gave them a whole bowl full of potatoes <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I just poured some in the bowl. I was <clears> and then he ate it, but you fed his ball. You didn't have to feed him all of that. He sees the food in the bowl. He wants it. He's like, this is my bowl. 
I know this bowl, and if it's if something's in there, it's supposed to be mine. Well, I don't think he's greedy, but he does like me. All right, so my meal prep, uh, while well, is doing better. Um, I'm still not eating uh, the way that I should. I actually got, fell victim to some snacks in the office. Somebody brought in some Rice Krispie treats today. And it was just because it was right on my way to a meeting and we were we stopped at a desk to talk to somebody on our way. And both myself and my uh, my compadre, uh, we both grabbed the Rice Krispie Treat. But then he realized he's a vegan and uh, he can't have the Rice Krispie Treat. But he grabbed it. It was like a hat. Like it's just a habit. Because the marshmallows have gelatin in them, and gelatin oh. includes like. Marshmallows um, have gelatin. Yeah, when you make. Well, I mean, I've made marshmallows before. I know yeah, you yeah, use yeah. gelatin in marshmallows. Oh. And gelatin itself has yeah. like. Correct. Bones yeah. or something. <laughs> it's yeah, some type yeah. of animal. Some type of animal product is inside of gelatin. What about butter? Is it also the butter? Uh. No, he can. Would be fine. He does. No, he does. Wait, that is a great question. I'm trying to remember now. I'm trying to remember if he does butter. I think anyway. it's something that he has to watch out for because of his son's food allergies. So did he so, eat it? No, he didn't. He almost he, ate he, it. He, oh, he grabbed it, and then as we were walking, he was like, "I can't eat this." Mm-hmm. And so then I had two. Like, rice no, Krispie treats. You shouldn't have been eating it. Yeah, but I, I was already eating mine, and then she realized. Rice I don't. You're right. So, you're absolutely right. So I don't understand. This that. is this you is don't a, eat that. this is a perfect example of like how life works, right? So <laughs> you're just kind of moving along, and you're not really prepared. And when you don't prepare ahead of time, this is what happens to you. But you I, are prepared. No, I wasn't. But I, I wasn't prepared because I needed a snack before that meeting. And I didn't grab my almonds from my desk before I got up because my foot was hurting. And so I was kind of limping. And so I, my brain just was disconnected from normal process because I normally grab a handful of almonds and I'm crunching them because I know I'm going to pass the cake or the cookies sure. or whatever. But I just didn't. And so two rice crispy trees down. And uh, yeah, they're the ones that had the little sprinkles on them too. So they weren't even like good rice crispy trees. Yeah, it was, again, again, that's why this section is called the areas of improvement because this is an area where I need to be more cognizant. So, uh, and then I casually mentioned the other place I need to work on is this foot problem. Um, So I'm hobbling around again. Um, which happens every few weeks, especially when I'm working out, and that is no good, uh, no bueno. So, yes, you did, and I told you that I would participate in all of these activities you want me to participate in. I just am not sure, not certain about the efficacy of these actions. I'm sorry. I'm not sure whether or not these things will work. I apologize for the words. I got I got that I got that masters back in December. I gotta keep using it. You know what? Don't even you know, don't don't bring it up. Oh I know, I know, because I was talking. so why why did the PhD come by the desk today bugging me about hey, when are you gonna get that PhD? I don't know. I'm I said you need to find somewhere else to go. 
I said, are you paying my student? Are you going to pay for my student loan? And he was like, well, I guess I'm going to go pay mine off. See you later. So, yeah. All right. So those are my areas of improvement. Uh, I'm hoping that somebody can help me. <laughs> oh, boy. So let's see what is going on. Uh, we got a couple of questions and articles that we want to discuss. Do we want to start with the article? Or do we want to start with the questions? We're talking about this article. Okay. So. No, no, no. It's not here? Oh. Oh. Where's it at? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So let me ask you. Okay. So she while she pulls up this article. Oh, no. Wait. So while Deidre's pulling up this article. Um. Yeah, remember you're on my dial. Oh, so shucks. thank you. So while I'm pulling up this article, uh, just understand that See, it was right here, there. Right? Yeah, okay. I told you. So while I'm pulling up this article, Deidre <laughs> and I were having this conversation about <laughs> this article. We found this article because um, it starts off. And you know what? I'm just going to jump into it. I want to see if you guys had the same disconnect that, that we did when we started off. So it's the Modern Love um, column from, I believe this was from the New York Times. Oh, let me make sure I look at this real quick. Uh, yeah, this was from the New York Times from uh, last week uh, when we did our season one, uh, episode one uh, thing. We were going to go over it, but it just it was just too much to try and cram in. Mm-hmm. But the title of the article is uh, Honey, I Swept the Floor. And it says, why do so many husbands feel the need to boast about completing simple household chores? With mine, it's all about branding. And so so just that right there. And so in my brain, I'm going, oh, so they're doing the, you know, I'm, I'm a better spouse or I work harder than my spouse, whatever. But as this article goes on, it's like, she basically what she's saying is her husband is like waging a PR campaign against her yeah. to be the better spouse. Exactly. And well, so I think the thing that makes it worse is that that's his profession. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, wait, don't don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, no. So I want to read. Let me let me let me read some of it because we'll get some of that. So it starts off closing the whirlpool's door with an exaggerated swagger. Christopher rolled down his Oxford sleeves and said. Just unloaded the dishwasher. I stared at him. I had loaded the dishwasher that same day without feeling the need to tell anyone. Earlier, he had washed the windows. Every time he walked back into the room, he pointed out the improved visibility. (laughs) Boy, did these windows shine. I should have laughed at him, but I was too tired to think about anything that anything was funny. So I said, who do you think filled the dishwasher? Did two loads of laundry, carpool?" Clean the mustard spill on the refrigerator and build a seven-hour day. My husband didn't respond. He just talked about the windows again. I have heard him tell clients, if you fail to define your brand, your competition will. It took me a while to realize that he was applying the principles of branding to our marriage. And so I I was reading this article, and I'm like, my mouth is like wide open because... I'm, I'm like, well, okay, I kind of get branding. Like, we, right. you know, we're a marriage and family podcast. We talk about marriage. We, um, you know, share about our marriage with our clients, and we share about marriage with our friends. And, 
you know, we try and encourage singles, you know, in to growing and, and having, you know, good relationships. So we think we try and build a marriage brand, right? That 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 helps to increase the you know, the desire for folks to want to be married and to have good marriages. Uh, but that's not what she's talking about. So then it goes on. Well, I think that's where it says, Christopher and I both have jobs, sharing household duties and responsibilities for our two children. In our same moments, we appreciate each other's contributions and our ability to forge a modern relationship. But when the chaos of life gets to be too much, we turn on each other. I think that's the key that like shifts the rest of the article. Yeah. Because it talks about basically like you said, if you don't define your brand, <laughs> the competition will and they just kinda go back and well, it seems like the husband is the way it's written, the husband is doing more of the like branding things and announcing, Okay, this is what I've done and this is so fabulous. But then it gets into how he's dealing with the kids and like, you know, letting them stay up late when the mom's out or you know, having a special pizza night or playing the games or whatever. She was like, yeah, and that worked until she had to be out of um, town for a week and you had to do everything, you know, for that whole week. And then he was like, no, no, no. Oh, no, it's time to go to bed. It's right <laughs> 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 this shit. Exactly. So, but yeah, it was just, it was very funny. Yeah. But I think it made me think about, you know, like, do I have a brand? Do I, have I don't announce, hey, I did all this or I did all that. I just think it though. <laughs> and I think that's really the key. Because a lot of times, especially with, you know, in, in marriage, well, not especially in marriage, but we're talking about marriage. In your relationships, you have to be careful that you're not keeping a tally. So, you know, I know for our for our Christian friends, right, we talk about love keeps no record of wrongs, right? But we have to also remember that love also doesn't keep a record of rights either. Because what happens is you sit around and you go, well, I washed the dishes and I did the laundry and I changed the baby's diaper and I did this and I did that and I did that. And then you go, oh, woe is me. Nobody is working as hard as I am. Uh, and that's one of the challenges that you can run into, especially when if you're keeping tally, keeping score like that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think it's also... A perspective because I am guilty of everything's a priority. So that means and so nothing is. And so no, everything's a priority. That means everything needs to get done. I agree. Yeah, that know. was more. I was just being funny. No, no, no. So you know, as we um, and that's from when we were first married. And so what I've had to learn, especially in communicating with you, because you don't have that mentality. <laughs> That everything's a priority, right? You're like, no, then just to, to what you just said, it's true. You're like, well, then that means nothing is important. And I'm like, no, no, no. All these things are important. And you're like, no, they're not. And so, we, you know, right. we've had to and go we back, back and forth. And we went back and forth on that. That you know, is like, actually what's, true. what's the priority? Yeah. Like, this is, and if this is the priority, then this is where the focus needs to be. And I've got to let go of the 25 other things that don't fall into the top like three or four, which is difficult. I know it's hard. I mean, I guess for me, one of the reasons why that the whole priority thing, and, and, and we you used to joke me about it because you were like, what, how come I didn't meet that Carlton? Um, and I used to talk about my friend planner and how, yes. you know, I lived out of, 
a Franklin Covey planner right. for about, I don't know, two and a half years, three years when I was in college because, you know, we had, I started to help start a business back then and my boss um, slash partner slash founder was like super anal about everything and she wanted everybody who worked for her to go through all the Franklin Covey stuff. So I carried around this like, you know, 10 by 12, mm-hmm. you know, leather bound Franklin Covey and planner. And I mean, <laughs> I wrote down everything, you know, um, and I mean, I, it was so bad that I, I would write down everything I was doing. So gets up at, you know, 6 a.m., mm-hmm. you know, has breakfast for 30 minutes. Like I would wrote all that yeah. stuff down. I was writing down my big rocks and what am I doing and doing the check-in at the end of the day to find out if I was doing things. And so like some of that stuff still comes back up. So when we would do the priority thing and we would make lists like, okay, we have to do these 15 things. And so I would say, okay, well, what's the number one priority? And you would go, no, they're all a priority. And I was like, yeah, but something's got to be one A has to be done right now. And you're like, no, they all need to get done. And I'm like, well, but we're only two people. So at the very most, we can only do two things. And that's if we're doing them separately. And so that was kind of how we started that conversation yeah. through it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't, I do not regret uh, taking that Franklin Covey planet and throwing it to the ground because yeah. I hated, <laughs> I hated that but Franklin Covey planet. No. It stressed me out so bad because then I was always stressed out because I'm like, well, oh my God, I only have five more minutes to eat lunch because I got to hurry up and run over here and pick up this package from this place. And it's going to take me so many minutes to get there. And I got to be back to do this thing. And I got to leave from, you know, drive from Virginia to class. And I got to, you see, see, you see how that's making you feel right now? Like that was me every day. Like, it was like, okay, you got to go to bed at a certain time because you got to get up at a certain time. And if it was traffic on the freeway, that was slowing me down. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be late. And I'm like, that's why I'm so crazy about time. Like, you know, I can't be late to anything because it, like, does something to me. So it's funny. Like, you have that pendulum. I was like that in college where I probably broke by and I had a prank or something. I just had a little flimsy thing from the bookstore. And then, you know, a notepad or post-its or whatever. And so I would sketch out my day, like, this is when you get up, how much time you have for breakfast, class, homework, blah, 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 you know, on and on and on. So that was not, you know, I think we were doing that at the same time, just on different levels. And, um, but for me, in terms of the priority thing and, and understanding that it's true when I'm trying to do, like, 25 things. Like, none of them are actually important because I'm not focusing my energy on any one or two, you know, particular things. And it's not sustainable. And the more kids you have, you just can't do that. In my personal experience, I'm just not able to do that. And so that translates for me into, like, time, which I I want to be on time. And generally, I am on time. But I will not be stressed out if we're running 10 minutes late with all these kids in my house. I'm just not going to do that. Just start earlier. <laughs> no. Well, all you no. have to do is start early. I'm not going to start early. No. But we could just start earlier. We could start early. Um, but that stresses me out to get up early. 
That's true. And, and listen, you're not alone in this. <laughs> you have a whole house full of people <laughs> that will be totally stressed yeah. out if they had to get Come up on. earlier. I'm it's gonna... only it's only me and the boy that are ready to go. I know. I understand. And that's so, only because but, but I throw all of his clothes on and then you can just leave. <laughs> but even for like certain things, I feel in okay when we need to leave is slightly early so that I know that if time slips or whatever, right. So there's certain events or certain things that are going on that we have to catch the bus at a certain time. But I'm just saying like if we're all like trying to get somewhere or go somewhere, the goal is to be on time. I'm not being lazy about like getting up like when you get up you need to be motivated and moving to get to what needs to get done so we can get out of the house right so i'm moving through that with the kids to make sure that we're on track somewhat right to, to leave but if we happen to fall behind i will not be stressed out about it absolutely and the newborn that came little problem nope nope because he's <laughs> We would be all ready to go to church, and what would she do? Boom. Make a mess. She'd throw up. <laughs> or she'd poop. No. Yeah, no. 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 She would do that in the car while we were on the way to church. It was not. It didn't happen. No, it, it was never, like, before we left the house. Because that totally makes sense. No, it was always because we had that 45-minute drive to get well, to church that we would have the, she would turn the bottle over, yeah. or she spit up, or she poop, yeah. and so then, Correct. you know, we'd have to ride the rest of the way. Yes, you Knowing know, that we have to change over. Right, as soon as but we get there. Either way, it's too many, too many minutes. Okay. And All so, right, my fine. goal is to be on time. That's fine. And 90% of our time. I know. There's going to be some time. Yeah, no, I, no, I get it, I get it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm much better about it than I used to. <laughs> Um, you know, and, and, and look, I've never left you guys behind. No. You know, you want to. I, I, there's not a that is, I do not disagree that there are moments where I'm like, you know what, we have two vehicles. I could just get in this car yes, and just go. Days ago, you wanted to. <laughs> I did. And it's also true. That is also true. In, but in, I would in, take the baby you're with me. In, what, what is, what is right here. You're about to leave us behind. Like it's not just you're thinking about. <laughs> actually, you're sometimes actually sometimes I'm in the car. Sometimes I'm in the car. You're moving toward. You're moving the door. Your foot is in the car. Wait a minute. We're ready. Okay. So yeah. I appreciate you. You know, saying okay, fine. But you're Thanks. but you're forever giving me that move that out too because you'll say, why don't you just go ahead and leave? And I'm like, this is a setup. <laughs> no, Carlton, you're being set up. Don't leave. Because if you leave, because then you're, you're wrong, and there you're going to doing about like time, and I don't want to. You're stressing me out. Listen, you're stressing me out. I, I, I will admit it. Part of it is I don't want to be stereotyped. I am not gonna lie. Sometimes I'm just oh, like please. I don't want to be the. I don't want to be that brother that's late all the time. I'm sorry. So I will, wait all the time. I didn't say we weren't, but it becomes a habit so very no, quickly. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It's so easy to go. Oh, well, last week we were we left five minutes after we said we were supposed to leave, and so then the next week it's seven minutes. But think about it. Uh, yes. No, no. So let so let's review. So our exit time on a Sunday was supposed to be eight forty. That was the time we were supposed to leave the house. We were consistently like 8.50, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45, 8.45,
8.55. Now we're well past 9 o'clock. And there's only so much I can do to make that time up on the road and, the, you know, choosing the path that I take to get to mm-hmm. church. And what happens is it's not that we just decided we made a decision we were going to leave earlier. Every week, it got a little bit later, it got a little bit later, it got a little bit later, it got a little bit later. And, and again, so take it outside of our individual situation, right? Mm-hmm. And let's just talk about it as a general concept. If you allow the boundaries to slip, mm-hmm. every time you allow the boundaries to slip, they will slip a little bit more and a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. And the incentive to stay within the boundaries becomes less and less. And so for us, if we talk about it in terms of like kids, right? So our kids are no longer concerned about leaving the house when we say we're going to leave the house. Because they know (laughs) that, you know, daddy's going to fume, right? But mommy is like, okay, daddy, calm down. We're going to leave in a few more minutes, right? And so everybody just kind of plays that. It's like, well, then I can just sleep for an extra 10 minutes. Or I can just take five more minutes to get this thing done. Or, you know, uh, maybe we should give the baby a nap before we leave. Like, you know what I mean? Like all of these different things that eat into that time. So then it becomes, it becomes a habit to just Mm -hmm. not leave. So if we want to change the time, Mm -hmm. we should just say, okay, we're no longer leaving at 840. Because we've never gone back to say, hey, we're no longer leaving at 840. We're now leaving at 9 o'clock. Because for you, you're like, well, I say 840, but I really mean mm-hmm. 915. Right. Right. But it's not going to work because Why? everybody uses their phone to check the time. Nobody's looking at the check clocks the on the wall. It, it, anyway, the anyway, so we're we're not going to go we're not going to go full Luddite <laughs> just because of people being late. But my point is, you know, when we talk about boundaries and we talk about setting things up. You have to be careful because as you let things go, you know, it will, you know, stretch and stretch and stretch and stretch. So so one way to turn something into something else. But hey, we're all about, because we were talking about one thing and then it became a discussion about boundaries. We were talking about time and it became that. We were talking about brain. (laughs) Yeah. And my brain says we're on time. Anyway, so it was. Absolutely. Are you showing me how to be funny? No, no, that was that no, was no, no. Joke. Were you trying to show me? No, how to be funny? no, that joke that was funny. that joke was just for me. That was literally just for me and all my friends out in podcast land. So one more thing. So we finished up with that branding article, but um, we're not going to talk about crying in marriage. Why not? You want to talk about crying? No. no. You cried. Well, you did. But that's not what we're talking about. So, do you ever need space? Yes. So this question here as a husband says, my wife and I have a wonderful marriage. Very special. We've been together almost three years. Still in the honeymoon phase. I find myself wanting space from her at times and getting slightly annoyed by minor day-to-day things. Is this a problem you have all faced? If so, how can I stop feeling like this? 
So I would say <laughs> yes. Well, I was thinking that maybe you oh, would. Uh, so enter. I need space ever. Yeah. And I would definitely say I. There have been moments where I have needed space. Moments. Moments. Yeah. But see, the challenge for me and. Yeah. You just make it sound like random. You know, like that. Very far. There aren't many. There aren't that many of them. It's mine. No, I like you guys. So remember, so remember, so remember, I'm an introvert. So the way that my head works, there are only certain people that can be in my bubble that don't stress me out and tire me out. (laughs) And so luckily for all of us, you guys all exist inside that bubble, right? So I actually receive energy by hanging out with you guys, as opposed to you like draining me the way that some, you know, some conversations happen outside of my bubble. I think the challenge for me in terms of trying to find space um, is that I like being at home. <laughs> and so I can't both want to be at home and need, and need space because I want you guys to leave and you guys won't. That's true. home too. Yes. But you guys like to leave. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the kids are gone because they wanted to be gone. The baby, he can't leave yet because he's too young. And you like to go places. Me, I want to sit on my couch. Or in my backyard. So, um, but I can't do that. And I, I got to clean out my gazebo so I can go out back. But my PlayStation won't go out to the gazebo. And uh, Spider-Man needs to be played. No, yeah, you definitely shouldn't feel guilty. Now, now you have to watch how much space. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Back to our boundaries. Right. It's uh, not, you know, get unlimited amounts of space and be married. That's counterintuitive. Like, no. So you've got to just find that balance and what is comfortable and what works for the relationship. That's true. And work it out before you have kids. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's the one thing. And then... You gotta work it out again after your kids. Right. Because your kid is going to drive, right, the amount of space. If yes. you've got a sick kid, you got a cry, you got a colic, you got one that doesn't sleep, right? You you got mm-hmm. right, the kid is gonna determine that. So it's not fortunately and unfortunately, it's not gonna always be about what the husband and the wife yes. like decide because the kid is going to drive that, especially I think in the first year, if not. Well, and I think, I and think so, right? You have to just understand that and deal with that because you get kids, and the more you get, more. <laughs> and I think, and I think that's the um, that's one of those things too, where um, you know, as a married couple, right? You need to establish some rhythms that you have before you have kids um, and when you are in that pregnancy phase of being married and you really, really, really need to discuss these things. You really need to talk about, you know, what does it look like, you know, who's colicky baby person, like, you know, and, and it can't be the same person all the time, but you definitely need to know who's the one that's going to, you know, like we did with, with Carlton and well, I guess, I can't even say the problem. I guess with all the kids, right? Yeah. So, 
you know, it was like, okay, well, Carlton, you're the night owl. You know, you're the early riser. So why don't, you know, I ended up being the one that took nights. Right. You know, I was working at nights with our oldest and with our youngest. You know, I get up super early. Right. So I can go to bed early when he goes to bed mm-hmm. and be well rested when he wakes right. up in the middle of the night. Right. As opposed to if we switch that around and we yeah, give that to you, that's not going to work. You know, so you need to really establish some of those boundaries and those rhythms and those, you know, you can build a brand around it, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, even thinking about it before you kind of get to that point. And so, and for our audience who who may not know, we didn't really do that. Like, we were married, I think, six or seven months before we got pregnant. So, (laughs) it might have been four, right? And so... Right, we had our first anniversary in April, and then our first kid was born that that's June. That's true. Right, and so we didn't really think about that in terms of right. We figured it out after she got here. So I'm saying, for marriages that are well, young and I, you're thinking about having kids, just kind of consider, you know, start thinking about those types of things. Oh, absolutely. As a, not just after you get pregnant or after the baby. Absolutely. That's what. What I'm yeah, no, absolutely. I think, but I think pastor was our, our counselor, our pastor, yeah. or our pastor. He, even though we were not married and we weren't pregnant yet when we were going through our premarital counseling, he still talked oh, about, true. you yeah. know, I wouldn't say gender roles, but like division of labor. And he right. talked about, you know, parenting and you know, he wanted to ask questions about, you know, background and who did what in our homes and that kind of stuff yeah. to kind of help us think about yeah. who would be doing what as right. we went forward. That's why one of the things that we give to couples uh, when we start doing counseling, we give them a sheet that kind of walks through, like, you know, what did your home situation look like sure. to help them understand yeah. where the other spouse might be coming from if they didn't already know that, sure. and also to help us kind of understand them. Yeah. In the conversation, right. because okay. it definitely, it, what you saw growing up, even if it was total chaos, still shapes, you know, how you respond or react to things as an adult. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to know that. That's why it's also important to just communicate with your spouse, because your spouse needs to know what's in your head, um, but they also need to know your history so that when you're not being verbal, but they can still kind of go, oh, yeah, this is just like this or my spouse, you know, she was or she or he was dealing with this growing up. And so now I kind of get why they react to me a certain way. Mm-hmm. If I say something or if I use a certain tone of voice or sure. things like that. Right. Good point. Awesome. Yeah. So I guess we'll leave it at that. Yeah. We got some other questions here. One about um, finding a husband wants to find more time for his hobbies. Um, and he feels like he spends more time with his wife. Just really quick. It is important to have your own hobbies and to have your own stuff. <coughs> Pardon the call. I would say that um, for married couples, sometimes you kind of have to give up the things that you enjoyed singularly uh, for both. And find something new that the two of you can really enjoy together. And I think that can sometimes help because if one spouse feels that they're always doing the thing that the other spouse enjoys, Mm -hmm. they never get to enjoy the thing that they like, 
it can lead to some resentment. But if they both find something that they can enjoy together, then that's a win for everybody. Yeah, and I would add that, you know, sometimes you just have to do a hobby you just may not like. It doesn't mean you have to do it all the time. But you do, you know, just to try it. Like, I like CrossFit. You tried it. You don't like it. Okay, I appreciate you trying. Well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> you. like video you games. I sat down several throughout the years and have tried to, like, engage. I just, it's not my thing. Right? But, right? I tried. But when you find a game that you like, okay. you are totally into it. <laughs> so, let go, so don't try and act like you don't, like, because you are a crazy taxi oh, maniac. Oh, my goodness. That is so much. <clears throat> that is true. Right. So, he yeah. loves some Samba de Amigo. Oh, Samba de Amigo. Best. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, okay, okay, okay. So, but yeah, so just trying things find and you know, finding new hobbies together, and then also for those hobbies that you know some people are really passionate about certain things and they don't want to stop them, right? So your spouse may not like it, maybe they join you and see if they like it, but if they don't, then this could just be your thing. You like it, yeah. you want to do. And you should you know, make photography and, on the mountain. I mean, that's right. just your thing. And both of you should make space, right? So back to the space Absolutely. question. Both of you should make space for the other Absolutely. to enjoy some time doing things that they enjoy. Mm-hmm. So. Right. so that's good. Awesome. So this has been another episode of Life in the Clouds, a podcast about marriage, family, and everything in between. If you've enjoyed yourself, please consider giving us a five-star review on iTunes. Five star, five star, five star. We would really appreciate it. Um, it helps to increase our exposure in the iTunes rankings. It also lets us know that you guys are enjoying yourselves. And I don't mind if you put in a lower review, but just understand that five stars warms my heart. <laughs> um, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Podomatic. Uh, you can also go to Podomatic and get the RSS feed if you want to put us into some other podcatcher. Uh, please feel free to uh, listen to us however you want. We are also on Google Play Podcasts, if I remember correctly. Um, we are always asking for questions, so please hit us up at our email address, feedback at lifeinthecloudspod.com. That's feedback at lifeinthecloudspod.com. This has been Life in the Clouds. We appreciate it. Have a good night. Bye.